Hallelujah. I would continue with you uh, with this song, but I don't know the way you sing it this way. We sing it different. God bless you. Amen. What a wonderful evening to be together again. Amen. Let's stand up and read a certain portion of scripture here. Then we pray and we go straight in the word. We are going to go in the Bibles. Uh, let's go in the book of Revelation chapter 4. Verse 6 to 7. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and around about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast was like a calf, and the third beast had a face of him as of him had a face as a man and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle now also let's turn in another scripture which is in Hebrews chapter 12 these scriptures do not look alike but I want to make them alike Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 I read Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with the so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with the patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endures the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Master, reading a portion of scripture can be done by any man, Father. But bringing the meaning, causing the people to go to the revelation of what you made, it is by the Holy Ghost, Lord. As I'm standing before them, Lord, may you anoint the Father, my Savior, the instrument that you have decided to use this evening before these people, so that, Father, I bring out the meaning of what your intention to these people. May you circumcise, Father, their ears, that they will listen to the word of God and not listen to any broken thing from the mouth of an African man. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you give me an accent that will help them to understand and get something for their spiritual spiritual growth, Lord. Grant it to us, Lord, as the word is being preached, let every person, Father, be focusing on the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May be seated. Ah, I greet you once again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I have prayed like that because I know where I am poor and where my strength is. There in Uganda, I can speak well than I can do here because I'm speaking in my native language. But here, even though I am speaking in English, at times I might fail the way I pronounce the words and you fail to understand me. So I pray that you bear with me. And that God will make you understand what I am trying to bring to you. God bless you. Uh, my sermon today will be come and see. Come and see. Just three words. Not to come to Uganda. Neither to come to Glovadari. But just think about it as I'm going to, talk, to go through it. Come and see. Then the next scripture where we have read in Hebrews chapter 11, it is about Paul reminding the people that after we have got the witnesses, after we have got the examples that our God is real, and those that trust him will never miss anything. Then he's saying, what man says he this? 
Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses in China, in Uganda, in around everywhere in the world, let us lay aside every weight, the problems, the focusing on the trials, and seeing which doors, which doors easily beset us, and let us run with the patience the race that is set before us. Let us run with the patience the race, because we are the time, you know, in the games, there is that one which we call relay. I don't know how we pronounce that. Relay, relay. Somebody takes a stick, he runs, and he gives it to another person. But the moment is given to you, all the eyes are focusing on you. Now, God has trusted us with a ministry that we can call people from their mother church organization, the Catholic Church, the Pentecostals, and we bring them this way. What a manner of a people we would be, seeing that now we are the mothers, seeing that we are the people holding the people of God. There must be a way of awareness in our mind that we are no longer now children, but we are people of responsibility before God. He has trusted us with his people. He has trusted us with his church to be ministers there. In the morning I said that you people, it's not only me, but with both of us. We are the ministers of those people. They run out of Babylon, trusting that they are meeting people, that they are know that these people are true and they are children of God. They don't come to us because they want to come to us. They come to us because they don't want to go to hell. Hallelujah. So what kind of people? When I married my wife, I know she's on online and uh, she's seeing what is going on. But when I married her, she was a younger girl. By that time, she was around by the age of 17 years. During that time, the law of 18 years of maturity in Uganda had not yet been impacted. So, we were young. She used to have, to have some dresses, skirt and a blouse, or the, the full dress. But the, in our culture, all the women, they put on uh, a fashion of uh, a gomez, they call it a gomezi. So they put on a long, big dress. Which the women, they, he knows how my women in Uganda put on. So he thought, now I'm married, I'm no longer a girl. I belong to somebody, I'm a wife. Then when she was coming uh, from her home to my home, she left all that dresses home. I asked her the next day, where are your clothes that I used to see you in? Said, no, things have changed. Now I'm mature. Said, wow, but even I've been seeing sisters around and the brethren around having their dresses. Said, no, for me, I'm married. I have to put on this kind of dress. You see, it took me, uh, it costed me because, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. It costed me a lot because I had to buy some other clothes. She left all the clothes at home. <laughs> Praise God. Because she had an idea that now I'm going to become a mother. I am a wife to a husband. I have to behave in another way. So we had to correct her that though you're a wife, sometimes you can put on your dresses. And she did not bring the others. She will have to buy others. So I deem this as a way when we get to Christ and Christ gives us responsibility. There must be a manner of life that we have to behave. We have to live in a way that concerns or pertains to that way of, of that class where people are seeing us. That's why the Bible said, 
In this, we have to do it this way. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. To Abraham, he said, Abraham, I am there, your everlasting portion. Walk thou before me, that thou might be perfect. I like that. God knew that Abraham was not perfect. And he cannot be perfect on his own. So he said, God told him, before you are perfect, because you can't be perfect yourself, you can't, you can't be perfect yourself. Please walk thou before me. The world, calling Abraham, walk before me, so that you will be perfect. In this, we are saying we should walk in the presence. We should walk in the abiding glory of Jesus Christ. So that you will be perfect. That those people who have come to us, those people who have seen us, calling them, saying that you are, you have been lost. Come away from those denominations. Come to here, come here to the truth. They should also deem us in a way the word wants us to be. And we can't perfect ourselves. But what we need, we need a security. We need the guards. We need people, the overseer. Now, where we have read in the book of Revelation chapter 4, we see four beasts, living creatures, surrounding the throne of God. The prophet said, these are guards. They keep the book of Acts that no sin can enter into. You remember the Bible says that Job, when he was before God, the devil could not attack him. You remember the story of Job? Have you seen my, 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 my servant Job? He's a righteous man. And the devil said, no, he's not righteous, but he's just walking before you. He said, have you not put a hedge around him? You are protecting him. Just allow me a little bit to go. You know, when you walk in the presence of the Lord, just sit back, just relax. Nothing will harm you. No mistake will be done. Like me, Chiyinji, an African man coming from Uganda, Sata Eagles Church in particular. I could not stand before you. But I know I am not bringing you my words. Even my English dialect is poor. What English would I spoke before you? But because I'm walking in the lines of the word, in the presence of the word, then I become bold. I look like the fatty cows of Egypt. I don't know whether you know you have ever heard about that story. There was the fatty cows of Egypt in the time of Joseph. And there was the thin cows of Egypt in the time of Joseph. These two groups of cows, we are representing different groups here. I'm not saying any of you. But you might choose one. Hallelujah. The fatty cows of Egypt were so fat. In time of grazing, they can take a big pot, a big thing, a big bite. And the thin cows will take a smaller thing. The fatter cows will mow, mow, in a big amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the thin cows will say, mow. <laughs> so it depends on that, in that vision, which group you are in. Whether you are a fatter cow or a, 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 the thin cow. In the word of God, we are the fatter cows. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So because we are grazing on what God gave us in our time, then we become fatter, we became healthier, we became bored, we become bored, and we can speak what the, de- the, the devil cannot say. We don't speak on our own. Have you seen my brother, uh, let me say, have you seen my brother, uh, G- T- him? Tom? Tom is not just being a righteous man, but it's because he's having those messages. Have you seen my brother, uh, 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 Tim Dodd? Tim Dodd is not a great man, but because he has those messages. Complaining the devil says so. We are not great, but the problem, the good thing is, God has put us in His Word. Surrounding us with the four living creatures. The Bible is saying, one was like a, uh, uh, let me see, one was like a lion, 
Another one is like a calf. Another opposite like a man. Another opposite like a flying eagle. These creatures are not living creatures that you will see in heaven when you go there. These are just the symbols. The prophet told us the book of Revelation is a book of symbols. And a symbol is not a reality. To understand a symbol is to go into the reality. It's like when John said, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. Jesus Christ was not a lamb. But that was a symbol. He was speaking in parables. Because he was alive, he had the characters, he had the characters that he was going to perform similar to that of a ram in the Old Testament. The Old Testament lamb, its work was to take out the sins of the world, the people. Now Jesus came to take out the sins of the world. The Old Testament lamb was to take the, to atone for the sins of the sinners and the sinners be forgiven. Now this Christ, when he came, he came to act like a lamb. So John, in his way of speaking, he was seeing him as the lamb of God. Because the Old Testament, whenever there was worship, a priest had to take a lamb. So the Old Testament lamb belonged to a priest. Even children of the worship at home, they could look at that lamb and say, Our daddy said this is the lamb of the priest. Now to John, Jesus was the Lamb of God. Because God, the Holy Spirit, is our priest. So the Lamb of God, the Lamb of the priest, became the Lamb of God in the New Testament. So he was not a Lamb. The word Lamb was used as a symbol. But he was a living malpasso like us when he came put on flesh. And we are sheep. Not only because we have tails and wool like a sheep. But it's a symbol. Now to understand these symbols, we have to go into the reality of the symbols. When they say the living creature was like a lion, that is not a lion that was to be there. But the anointing, hallelujah, the anointing of the lion was by that time to protect to defend, to safeguard the word of the hour of that time. The character of the lion was manifested in the first age. And what was manifested in the first age is also manifested in you. We will not go into the details of the infolding fire of Ezekiel, where you saw the infolding fire. I like that word, infolding fire, not outfolding fire. Jesus said, whoever gathers with me is mine, and he, who doesn't gather with me is not mine. The outfolding is this way. The infolding is that way. That's why Moses fell in the rock. He didn't fall outside to the, uh, to the uh, non-believers, to the enemies. But on the rock, even if we get problems, we just fall, fall the inside. We shine in our time. When our time is over, then we fall the inside. You remember that story of Ezekiel. Now, in the book of Ezekiel, that infolding fire, here we see it had also the living creatures, which have called the anointings, and these anointings are to guard us in our time. They are characters. The four different anointings that are guarding the word, the four different anointings that is guarding the, the believers. That's what Paul is talking about, that we should be looking unto Christ, making sure that we are in his presence. Because nobody in his presence that can be affected by the devil. Hallelujah. When you look at your, uh, the Bible said, prophet said that Eve, when she went out of the presence of God, out of the control of Adam, she doubted the word. And on that day, the first lie that Eve said, apart from the, the original sin, she said that Abel's Cain is a man from God, from the presence of God. And how can a man from the presence of God kill his brother? She was lying. 
Because she was outside the press, the guards. When you go outside the message of your day, whichever you speak with, it will be a lie. However good it will be. May God help us in our time only to speak what the message is right. purposed. Yes, to be in the spirit of the message of our day. Amen. So because when Eve left the word of her hour and she went with the, to, commune, to commune with the serpent, the outcome was that she lied, started lying. I've got a man from God, from the Lord. And a man from the Lord can tell lie. And God told Cain, though your mother is saying that you are from the Lord, do like your brother. Because Abel was in the presence of God. He had the revelation. The presence of God is the revelation of your day. Praise God. So, that time, Abel was the man in the presence of God. Cain was outside the presence of God. Whichever he did was wrong. And when you go to the next generation or the next phase, you will find that even Abraham had another, the world did not consider him as a man from the presence of God. But by that time, Satan had the world, had Nimrod. Nimrod, they called, they say, he was a hunter and a great man of the Lord. Mighty, let us read there. In Genesis 10 it says, Wherefore it is said, not God is saying, but it was said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. Can a hunter before the Lord behave like a Nimrod? God had Abraham on the other side. Nimrod was a mighty hunter according to the people. But God had Abraham. And what did he say to Abraham? Walk thou before me, that thou might be perfect. We have to walk before God. We have to walk before the message of the hour. We have to walk in the footsteps of the light of our day. So that we may become perfect. The, the prophet said in the message, the revelation of Jesus Christ in the introduction of the seven church ages, he says, if Sorry, Satan knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for and that she can do greater works, she will be in this army. Satan knows. Oh, hallelujah. If the people will get the true revelation, Satan knows you. He knows that you are a different person. He knows that you are not a sinner. But he calls you by the sins. You're a sinner. The devil will never tell you that you are right. And God knows that you're a sinner. But he calls you by his name. You are a righteous person. So you should know those things. The devil is there always to discourage you. And will put up another thing. In the tight days of... Eve, Cain was raised up as a man before God. And God had Abel. In the days of Nimrod, God raised Abraham as a man walking before God. But the day of the world had Nimrod. In the days of Esau, Esau was raised up as a man from God. You remember how Esau was born and everything that was? But God said, Esau did I hate before even he was in the mother's womb. God hates before even you come. Because he knows the beginning, the end, before at the beginning. But the world, what did the world say? The world said, said that Esau is the first. And they called the second boy, who was the first? They called him a supplanter. The way the boy was being born, he was, you know, he saw his, he was the boy of the promise. But he saw his brother, his brother wanted to steal his, uh, his inheritance. And they, his brother wanted to be first. Because in the law of the Old Testament, the firstborn belongs to God. So that's why you see Jacob is pulling his brother's leg. Heel. 
And in doing so, he was fighting for his inheritance. But the people did not understand. They said, this is the first. Yet Jacob was the first because you pulled him, but the people recognized the other one. Who was wrong? It's only the mother that was given the secret that this boy, though he seemed to be a supplanter, he's not a supplanter. You called him a supplanter, but he always walks in the presence of the Lord. That is what we call grace. Praise God. So always the devil is there to discourage you. And he put up another thing to make sure to make sure that you don't recognize who you are. Just to stay in the presence of the message. Just to stay in the presence of the word of your day. That presence is your security. Those, that presence of the word day is your security. The anointing that God will send in your time is your security. You remember the time of Israel. There was time when King Ahab and the king of, uh, that is Second Kings chapter 6. Elisha was the prophet in that time. He had the anointing of protecting Israel. And in the scriptures, we remember the words of prophet Elisha. Elisha was in Israel, and then out there in Syria, the Syrians wanted to come and attack Israel. And each time they planned to attack, God would send through Israel. He would talk to the prophet Elisha, and then Elisha would tell the king of Israel, go in such and such a place. Out there, Syrians would come, but you are going to hit them before a certain, at a certain point before they attack you. The power of Israel was in that living creature. The power of Israel was in that anointing of the prophet Elisha. Our power is in the word of the hour. When you go in first Kings, sorry, second Kings, let's go there. Second Kings chapter six. Second Kings chapter six verse eight. It says, And the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants. Hallelujah. Saying, in such and such a place shall be my come. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not in such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. Beware that thou do not behave this way, because the devil has trapped you. And the king, and the king of Israel said to the place, which the man of God told him and warned him, warned him off and saved himself there. Not once, nor twice. Several times. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Because whenever he planned, somebody there was a prophet in Israel. Therefore, the heart of the story. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is. What was that? Israel was surrounded by the presence of God. Israel was under seal. The devil would not go there, would not get Israel. Like the devil could not get Job. Have you not put a hedge around him? Have you not put your presence around him? Whenever I try to go, somebody tells him. The presence tells him. So he was, we are, I want you now to understand this, that what we mean with, uh, with the sealing, we say that you are surrounded by the protection of the word of the hour. Amen. If we walk before him, nothing will harm us. Amen. 
You remember in guarding the way of the tree of life. It was not the tree of life that was guarded, but it was the way to the tree of life. And God put there a hedge. He brought there, he put there the cherubims. I don't know. In the denomination, they said there were two cherubims. But I looked for it in the Bible, it is not there. These cherubims cannot only be two. And they have one sword, not many swords. To me, I think they are four. You might be right when you say they are seven. Because the four living creatures are the four, the seven messengers. Is that mathematics? The four living creatures are the seven messengers. Because come and see is just in the four seals. The first seal, the second seal, the third seal, and the fourth seal. And this is where we have the seven messengers. Therefore, I say, the four living creatures are the four seven church, the four living creatures are the seven church messengers. Because they are under that siege. They are under that control. That one will not be for me, but we shall see after, maybe you shall see after. I know there are ministers here who are aware of us with this. They will put it right. So, the sword, the guarding sword in the Garden of Eden was to guard the way of the tree of life. As the Father sent me, so I send you. Who said that? The truth, the way, and the life. What was powered in Christ was powered in the church. The bride has what was in Christ. The word is in the bride, the bride, as it was in Mary. Now, this means that we are the way to the tree of life. Is that possible? Yes. Written episodes, read by, read of all men. Praise God. So, now, we, the way was guarded. We are guarded. Being under the siege of the Holy Spirit by the message of the hour. Now, when the Syrians would come to attack and fight Israel, they would find Israel was ready. And Israel dealt with them, and the king of Syria collected all his generals and said, who of us tells these people? Then one of them said, no, they have a prophet. A prophet, an overseer. He tells them everything that you see before even you leave your bedchamber. They are warned. Behold, I send you right to the prophet. Before the great dreadful day of the Lord cometh. In other words, before I will send you like Elisha, the prophet. Before the doomsday of the Syrians attack cometh. And will turn the hearts, they want to turn the ministry to change the face. Maybe Israel had been going this way into the ambush, into the trick, into the net of the enemy. Then Elisha's ministry takes us this way. Turns the hearts of the children back at the fathers. And they wonder how this comes. The devil will never get us since we are under the siege. When he opened up the first seal, a living creature said, Come and see what the devil is preparing to do. Praise God. God cannot bring judgment before our first one is the person. The devil will never attack us before God sends us a prophet. There is a call. Because some people might wonder who was saying come and see. It was the living creature. Come and see what is going to happen. The prophet said whenever a seal was broken, there was a war. Before that war happens, a living creature takes control, the anointing. Come and see what they are going to do. You remember in 1933, 
During that time, there was four winds, let me call them winds, that rose up to rule this world. There was democracy, which is for America. There was communism. There was fascism and Nazism. Now, during that time, God wanted the gospel to be carried on. And the scriptures were saying, in the evening time there shall be light. And the light of the evening time comes from west. I'm proud I'm in west. Praise God. Now, this evening light had to move on the wings of democracy. I'm not a politician, but I just want to show you something. It had to move on the wings of democracy. America was worried, confused, not knowing what was going to be done. And God raised the prophet. A younger boy from Kentucky with the anointing of God stood up and told America, fear not America. I'm seeing three, another three isms. I'm seeing fascism coming against democracy. I'm seeing communism against democracy. Hallelujah. I'm seeing uh, Nazism against democracy. You were not there by that time. But when you read the books and you see those theisms were so great. A man like Ben Sorini was a very strong man. Even Hitler himself feared him. We just read about Hitler and we think that maybe Hitler was a brutal man. But Ben Sorini was so... He was a crazy man to the extent even his own people had to fight him. He was a warmonger. He remembered that Ethiopia was not colonized. And hence he said, let me go back to Ethiopia. Just as a training, then I bring all these people one into the, one into one bundle and wrap them with one axe. That was the sign of a, uh, uh, fascism. A bundle of sticks. With one axe. Meaning that Italy is going to take over the world. America, you don't know that they have the living creature among them. There was also hit, uh, in Germany. There was also Hitler with his Nazism. Don't think that Hitler was a joke. A number of people died. Under Hitler's uh, crazy, craziness. Yeah. Right. To the extent that they say Hitler put himself maybe in Asli somewhere. Some books, uh, they speak a controversy. They say he ran somewhere in Rome. That is another way you find it on the, on the internet. You find those things there. He hid himself there in Rome. And the other things I do not you know. I just read the books somewhere. Because he was a Catholic against the Israelites, the Jews. He wanted to rule the world. But the prophet said, praise God. All those are nothing. The first two will be swallowed by the third, which is communism. We no longer hear about these people. They don't know about uh, fascism and Nazism. We no longer hear about them. And the people, they think that communism was destroyed. The prophet said communism is in the hearts of the people. When you see Lhasa and the turbulences, you see Russia always gives, you know, puts us on tension. They are made madmen there, made madmen there. But God put there a space, a bridge, a, a, a rat, a kind of, a way of escape. In this time, because the prophet was coming to give the revelation of the word, that the elect should run away. And all the time has been given to us had been a grace period. There is a sword down coming down when those nations are going to get against Israel. But the beast is on, on the church. Wants to strong us, wants to stop the bride to work. So it's time now to hide in the anointing of the hour. The anointing of the flying eagle. 
Praise God. God cannot hide us what he's going to, he's going to do. We are the people of his time. We are the people of this time. We are the people in the Ezekiel's vision. We are now, the, it's our time of touching the ground. When we touch the ground, we remember those wheels. When they touch the ground, the others were lifted. When they touch the ground, another one was lifted, lifted up. So we are the people of the time to touch the ground. Let's be under the siege. Let's be in the message of the day. Let's hide ourselves there. Let us not waver and go this way or go that way. Let us stay straight in the message. Do not behave like a Gehaz. He said, my master, are you seeing the surrounding problems surrounding us? And he said, no. Oh God, may you help this blind man to see what are on our side. When the blind man, when his eyes saw, the Bible says, behold a great army. The anointing of the time was keeping them, was safeguarding the children of God. And a a great army was around the, the, the mountain to the extent that Elisha could take them where they they, they didn't know. Well, whom are you looking for? We are looking for Elisha. When Elisha was with them. In the days of Jesus, they were looking for John the Baptist, for the, for the Elijah. Yet Elijah had come and they did him what they listed. In our time, let us not be blind. Praise God. Let us, let our eyes be opened. So that they, in our days, because they gave us the stick of the lily, let us not fail them. Let us carry on the gospel because this is our time. Amen. How can we do this? By being before the presence of the Lord. By being under the anointing of our day. By being under the anointing of the ego. It's the time of revelation. The higher the ego goes, the more it sees. This means that this is the time where we have to know everything. We have to be under that control. We have to be under that anointing so that we see far like eagles. Don't say for me, I don't understand what he's saying. You know, when the pastor preaches this, I think I find those things in heaven. No, it is the anointing that will take you to heaven. It is the revelation that will take you to heaven. It's God that will reveal all things to you. It's not you doing the work. It's God. Just obey the anointing and let God do the work in you. Whichever problem will come, there will be a warning. Come and see. Seeing what? Seeing the conspiracies of the devil. Seeing how they are changing the word. Seeing how they are bringing creeds. Instead of the word of God. Come and see. The eye. Our eye is the prophet of the time. Let's keep ourselves on the message of the day. Seeing that we have seen a number of people have overcome. And those who did not obey, how God punished them. How, what man of persons should we believe, be like? We should be like those people who overcame by faith in God's word. I know you are not right here. But walk thou before me, that thou might be, might be righteous. It is the revelation. How will I get it? Just submit yourself to God. I remember as, uh, the, the lady called Rebecca. I was finishing. Rebecca did not do it herself. A number of people, they say she was a virtuous woman, I believe. But it was a prayer of Eliezer. Oh Lord, let it be like this. A woman that will come and feed me and feed the animals will be the one. Many ladies came. Don't think that this was the only person that came on that day. A number of ladies came and they found a man there. The first group came and when they saw maybe the animals they were interested in the animals. They were 
you know, they saw signs of being thirsty. And the animals wanted to take water when they looked at the ladies. The ladies fed the animals with the water. A man was there looking. And they were enjoying feeding animals with the water. A man was looking. As another group came in, they looked at these ladies and said, how can you feed the animal? Sincerely, when the man is dying thirsty. Then they gave the man water. The man took water. He enjoyed. A number of ladies were interested in that. Then maybe another girl, who was among them that first fed the animals, saw the lady feeding this uh, man, she also took water to the man. And Eliezer said, this is the one. She didn't do it to herself. Nobody spoke to her. But from within, it is grace. You, can't, you have never did, done a great work for you to be a believer here. You can't explain how you came here as if you did, you, you did it with your strength. It was God that chose us. Let us lean on him that chose us. Let us keep ourselves in the word, in the message of the day. In Uganda, that's our prayer. In Canada, I know it is your prayer. Let us be before him. We are not righteous, but let's walk before him. That will be the true witness. If we don't meet today, maybe we don't meet next time, we will meet there in heaven. You remember my stammering words. You remember how I'm fighting to bring out the meaning. You remember that I told you, just submit yourself in the presence of the Lord. Do you believe that? Just say, Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. We have the living creatures. Amen. It is the word of God. Amen. 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 I'm leaving you now. Amen. But take the word. The word will not leave you. Amen. 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 You are the fat cows of Egypt. Amen. Your amen is strong. Amen. Take the anointing. Amen. 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 We are the witnesses of the time. Amen. Let us stand before his presence. Amen. I love you people. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I'm leaving you. Handling back to my brother. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. He's saying, I sing another song. Let me just, yeah, sing another just, song. just call us. Wow, hallelujah. Nations are breaking. Israel's awakening. The sign that the prophet foretold. The Gentile days numbered. With the whole as encumbered. Eternity soon will unfold. The day of redemption is here. Men's hearts are failing for. I love you people. Keep Ugandan prayers. Do not forget China. Your redemption. The fig tree is growing, Jerusalem rep. Her nation lifelong. That's why I love Benjamin Netanyahu. Today she is calling, her eternal pouring. Return all this past to, return to the world. The day of redemption. Praise God. I love Global Church. May the Lord bless you. Let us be filled with the anointing. Look up. Look up. Your redemption. Now listen to this one. I always sing in person like him. 
I always sing in person like him. When we are inside the gates of Paul, we learn a lot of things. We have a heart that made of gold, perhaps of thousand strength. We'll sing and shout and dance about the lamb will dry our tears. We'll have a grand homecoming week, the first in town. When we are inside the gates of Paul, we'll learn a lot of things. We'll have a heart that is made of gold, perhaps a thousand strings. We'll sing a... Praise God! Dry out. Just be under the siege. Submit yourself in the word. The fasting. Now, there's another song I heard you singing online. I like that song. It's saying that I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I don't know the words. Maybe somebody can put them there. There. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I like that. I am a child. Praise God! I'm no double on what side of the earth I know the penis and everybody thinks he's going to go this song then he's going to go that song and I know that they used to talk to me because they think that I'm ending a, a service and I'll say this song but I go to another song I thought he's just like me I, I love that don't you amen we can rejoice in the house of God God brought, brother, like Brother Tim said, he said, well, 
is that I'm coming back home and I'm going to bring the revival back with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Is our God an awesome God? I think we 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 can sing that, can we, Brother Derek? How do I how do we start that? Well, you know, there's two of the songs, so you know, it's going through my mind. Which one do we which one do we always say? My God is awesome. That's the one. My God is awesome, and He's tremendous. <laughs> When I'm in need, I call saying think about the words we sing you throw them um, back up on the on the thing there when i'm in need i call on this on the lord does he hear you does he hear you does he help you is he faithful he's my companion well getting baptized he's my best friend he's your best friend he's the only true god And there's no one greater.
So now when we sing it, we have to believe it. And that's what the word came forth tonight. We have come and seen. We've heard the voice. Come and see. We do have a wall around us. We do have a protection. The bride knows who she is. And when she realizes who she is, we go in a rapture. That's what we're talking about, saints. The seals are open. The anointing has come down. You say, well, Brother Tom, how, how can you, how can you say that? Because the prophet's already said it. He said, say what I said. What did he say in the Feast of the Trumpets? What did he say? We're believers. He said, I believe the message. So last time you listened to the Feast of the Trumpets. Brother Bram said, Feast of the Trumpets in this last days. He's to be revealed again. We find in the scriptures of Malachi 4 that there is an anointing that's coming down to restore again original faith to bring the faith of the people back to what they had in Pentecost. The faith of our fathers. Not 1906 saints. Back to the book of Acts. And that's what we're hearing in Uganda. That's what we're hearing in Cloverdale. God is on the scene. And you must see it for yourself. You hear about it. You see it. It's manifested. And in a few days, we'll go back to Uganda and continue a great work. But who's going to be praying now for our dear precious brother Fred? He's touched our hearts. He's touched our lives. If you feel to give towards the gift of God, we want to make that possible for you. Just as we said this morning, it's right to brother Fred, Uganda. It will go to our precious brother. And we want to thank him for his love service, not only over this weekend, but for what he's done for the gospel week after week, month after month, year after year. He'll remember these times as we will, but sometimes there's lonely times when you feel you're all alone. But remember this song. He's my companion. He's my best friend, the only true God. hasn't it? Our dear Heavenly Father, today has kind of been a day that has been a day of giving back to your people. We live here in this Vancouver, Seattle area, and it seems like we have our struggles and our battles. But then to hear from a brother from Uganda that we've given for, we've loved, we prayed for, we see pictures, Lord, like a book of Acts, like Luke recorded. It's like we're living back in the Bible days again. In just a few minutes, many of these brothers and sisters are going to get in their cars and drive down the road. There's been something deposited back into our hearts today. It's like the Lord Jesus was given a witness to our hearts that our labors are not in vain. You've put skin onto our prayers. You put skin onto our faith can hear from brother tim and brother tom and others that travel overseas but to have them come visit us is a wonderful gift and a treasure we want to say thank you jesus tonight and support this man of god in our giving in our prayers and lord our hearts are leaving tonight joyful and happy we've heard from the word of god 
We're free people, Lord. It's, our struggles are different than our brother Fred's. But we're still believers, and he has his battles, and we have ours. We pray locally that your Holy Ghost would be shed abroad in our hearts. We continue to take care of the sheep just good, Lord. This anointing would go with us even tonight, and our burdens are lifted at Calvary. Continue to heal the people, deliver us and mature us, even our children, even our young people and the older ones as we're all getting older and we realize, Lord, we need you more than ever. We don't depend on the things of the world. We depend on you, Jesus. So let the hearts of the people be happy and free tonight and liberty as they go, as we shake hands. Let us realize, Lord, we're one day closer to the catching away. So our brother Jason DeMars will come this week, Lord, to give another witness of what you're doing in foreign lands. It's like this whole week, Lord, you're giving us a witness that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What a resurrection that was, and what a resurrection this is. We see it paraded before us now. Onward, Christian soldiers. Go with us now. Strengthen your people and keep them safe. Till Wednesday night, we give you glory, give you praises in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, saints. It's good to be home. Greetings from Switzerland and the meetings there. And I'm sure Brother Tim will want to give greetings. And I don't know what time of day it is, but I'm enjoying it. I thought there's a wonderful testimony, Brother Timothy. I trust this will be a blessing to you. When I was in Switzerland, I had a brother come up to me right at the end of the meeting. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you how old he was. But he came up to me and he shook my hand. He said, would you please greet Brother Biscoe for me? I said, well, of course I will. I'll do that. He said, do you know why I'm asking you to do that? I said, doesn't matter. We'll greet him for you. He says, way back in the 70s when the radio broadcast came over Africa, he was in Botswana. And he said, I heard the prophet on the radio. And he said, I'm still here today because of the radio broadcast. I say, praise God. That's a testimony. So you saw many being affected by a radio broadcast. If this brother can stand since the 70s, the word holds. The word keeps. He wanted Brother Ed to know, I'm saved. My family saved, and we're still serving God. And I want you to know that the word going out is a living word. So God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And we'll have a guest speaker on Wednesday. It's Jason DeMars. And I got something stirring for Sunday the following week. So let it, the pot stir a little more. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Nice to see you all. Here to Smith. God bless you.